Thursday nights with you guys. Hope everybody is doing good. Let me see who's watching here. See Mary on, David on, Heather's on, Patricia's on, Karen's on, Ted's on. God bless you guys. Glad everybody's on tonight. Kim, I see you jumped on. God bless everybody. I really do appreciate you all watching as we get routinely shadow banned and everybody kind of comes after us to kind of take us down, but I appreciate you all sticking with me. Really, really do. I want you to know that I really appreciate it. All right, townhall.com tweet Canadian. It never ends, folks, just so you know. It never ends. Here we are. What is today? July 1st or 2nd? Today, today is July 1st. We are about 16 months into 14 or 15 days to flatten the curve. Everybody heard that, right? 16 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. And look where Canada is at. And, don't, and don't, don't think the United States is much better. Canadian public health officials are defending continued lockdown restrictions as a measure to prevent groups that are, look, look at what it says on the bottom here. Look what it says. As a measure to prevent groups that are deliberately spreading false information. So this lockdown, now all of the COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving conservatives, and of course, COVID-caving liberals and progressives, they've been saying from day one, this is all about an illness, all about a sickness. Tom, you got to talk about something else besides COVID. How can I, when we're 16 months into 14 days to flatten the curve, and here we still have Canada, and why are they locking down? Look at the last sentence. To prevent groups that are deliberately spreading false. So they're, they're locking down to prevent the spread of what they determine as being false information. And by the way, who determines what hate is? Who determines what false is? We had Facebook banning everybody for saying that it was a lab leak, that COVID came as a lab leak. They've now had to retract that. Shouldn't we just have free and open debate? If somebody wants to you know, say whatever it is they want to say, then they can suffer a defamation lawsuit. Right? It's not up to any of these people to decide what is hate, what is misinformation, because that all gets determined in the arena in the arena of public discourse and public debate. So look at the reason why they're locking down in Canada to prevent groups that are deliberately spreading false information. I thought the lockdown was for COVID. Play the video for me. Hi there. Thanks for taking my questions. I'm wondering about the injunction um, banning public gatherings and whether they're really is a need for such a far-reaching one given the trajectory we're on now? So, I mean, I think it's still there. We still have, uh, the, you know, bringing large, large numbers of people together uh, it, it can present some risk. We'll, we'll continue to look at that. Uh, but I think the other purpose of the injunction is to, uh, is to uh, you know, prevent, uh, you know, groups that are spreading, uh, uh, deliberately spreading uh, false information that can actually create risk. The information itself, if listened to, creates risk to the public as well. So, and that's right, that, back that. to me. So, the purpose of their lockdown is not to spread COVID, not just to stop the spread of COVID nineteen, but also to stop the spread of disinformation. But don't you worry, all you COVID caving Christians and you COVID caving pastors and COVID caving conservatives and COVID caving everybody else. This was all about an illness. No, they're locking people down now to stop the spread of information. Don't think that'll ever happen to your church, though, right? COVID caving pastor, they'll never come to your church. 
and say that you're not allowed to spread certain information. They're not going to lock down your church because you're preaching that homosexuality is a sin. They would never do that, right? Just trust, trust the experts. Be a community partner and a good neighbor and trust, trust the Fauci's of the world. And here we are in Canada, 16 months into 14 days to flatten the curve, and they're locking down to prevent the spread of information. And what's really startling, first of all, let me make two observations. Have you noticed that none of these people, everyone talks like Barack Obama is a great speaker. All of these people are vacuous. Their brains, there's, there's no gray matter between their ears. They all sit there. Do you ever notice them? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. You know what? That's a sure sign. If I was a police officer for 25 years, 1992 to 2017, that's a sign of lying or a sign of stupidity. So you have a choice here with this guy. He's either a liar or he's stupid. And what's, here's my second observation is that should actually scare him to say what he's saying, where they are locking down people to prevent them from spreading information. He calls it disinformation because that's his that's his assessment there's there's no scientific there's no there's no research that backs up anything that he's saying it's just he's decided that it's disinformation it should scare him that his own country is locking people down to prevent them from talking but it doesn't it should because what these liberals don't understand or COVID caving conservatives, establishment republicans is as you push people towards the hangman's noose literally or figuratively, you've only pushed somebody in front of you. You're still in line for it. This will all come for you. All right, next thing, Blaze Media, this is video only. It's titled this. A little bit long here, but I want you to see this. Jim Jordan exposes Fauci. Now listen to his step-by-step process, about four minutes long. You've got to listen to this. This breaks down. It's very difficult to go in there, even under a FOIA request, and read all of Fauci's emails, especially since about... 40 or 50% of them are redacted. Why anything from the NIH would be redacted as classified information? Somebody will have to explain that to me someday. But here you have Jim Dorn exposing it. The title is Exposes Fauci on Everything, shows why he isn't showing up to answer questions. Play it for me. Friday, January 31st, 2020, at 10.32 p.m., Dr. Fauci gets an email from Christian Anderson. Christian Anderson's a British researcher who's received numerous grants from NIH. Two really important sentences are in that email, two sentences that get Dr. Fauci's attention. The first is this, the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome, so one has to look really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features look engineered. Again, this is January 31st, 2020. Second sentence, Eddie, Bob, Mike, and myself all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. Email arrives 1032 to Dr. Fauci on January 31st, 2020. Two hours later, two hours later at 1229 in the morning, Dr. Fauci sends an email to his top deputy, Mr. Hugh Oshenkloss. Guys, worked for Fauci for 15 years, part of his inner circle, sends it, subject line says important in all capital letters. The, he attaches a paper on gain of function research written by Dr. Barrick and Dr. Xi. Dr. Xi, of course, is the so-called bat lady, bat woman, the lady who does research in the Wuhan China lab. This email, Dr. Fauci says again to his top deputy, it is essential that we speak this AM. Keep your cell phone on. Read this paper. You will have tasks to do today that must be 
done. Notice the intensity. Notice the focus. I mean, this is the house is on fire email here. Now, two hours after that, at 2.48 in the morning, Dr. Fauci's busy this morning, 12.29, that email he sent to Dr. Auschenkloss, his top deputy, two hours later at 2.48 in the morning, he sends another email, this one to Robert Cadlick, assistant HHS secretary, Trump appointee, not part of his inner circle, and he attaches a different article to this email, one that says the virus came from an animal that downplays any lab leak theory. Now, again, notice the tone of this one. Bob, this just came out today. Gives a balanced view, best Tony. I mean, totally different from the previous. This is one like, oh, if you get a chance, read this, gives a balanced view. So the tone is different, but also that sentence, gives a balanced view, it's not true either. That's just not accurate. This article downplays, as I said, the lab leak theory emphasizes evolutionary cause to the virus. What happens next? What happens next? Later that same morning, later that same morning at 11.47 a.m., Dr. Fauci's deputy gets back to him. I just want to read you this whole email. The paper you sent me, the one he sent him on that was written by the virologist from Wuhan, China, and Dr. Barrick. The paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain-of-function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by NIH. Not sure what that means, since Emily, someone else who works for Dr. Fauci, is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework, which, of course, is the oversight body that's supposed to approve any grant dollars going for gain-of-function research. No coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework, Final sentence, she will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. She will try to determine if our fingerprints are on any of this. All these emails happen in 13 hours. So 13 hours after Dr. Fauci gets the initial email from Christian Anderson saying, looks like this virus is engineered, not consistent with evolutionary theory, Dr. Fauci knows some important facts. First, Dr. Fauci knows there's a lethal virus on the loose that started in Wuhan, China. Second, he knows the American taxpayers have funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China. Third, he knows that the research grant didn't go through the required oversight board. Fourth, he knows the virus, quote, looks engineered and, quote, not consistent with evolutionary theory. And finally, fifth, Dr. Fauci knows he may have ties to this work in China. His fingerprints, in fact, may be on this. All right, so here we go. So here's, the, here's what you need to get out of, that, out of that video. There's two different approaches. Remember, this is back in January of 2020, not 2021, 2020. So you have Fauci. He's got, he's got emails going back and forth. These have all been FOIA'd and heavily redacted. And again, why would, a, why would emails from one alleged epidemiologist slash scientist slash virologist, why would they, going back and forth, why would they be heavily redacted? Just a question. Why would why would anything having to do with the NIH or the NIA IDS, which is who, work, who Fauci works for, why would they be heavily redacted? In other words, you you get them and they're all blacked out. You don't even know what's on. But this is the stuff that we did get. So Fauci had two separate approaches back in January of 2020. Two separate approaches. One for the Trump administration. And one for his buddies, Dr. Xi, the bat lady out of China, and Dr. Ralph Barrick out of UNC. Both heavy-duty purveyors of -of gain-of-function research. So he's going, talking to his cronies in one way, 
and talking to the Trump administration, the other, the one way, the way that he was talking to his cronies like Barrick and, and uh, Dr. G, the bat lady, is we need to get to the bottom of this. What really happened here and everything else. And then he comes to the Trump administration and says, here's a more, ba- here's a paper I want you to read. It's a balanced approach of, and it, and it leans heavily towards this coming from an animal. This is an animal origin virus. To his cronies, he's saying, we need to figure out whether this is gain of function or not. But to the Trump administration, he says, read this paper and you'll see that it's most likely from an animal. Isn't that strange? And this is the clown that's been in front of every podium for the last year and a half during our 16 months of 14 days to flatten the curve. This is the idiot that's been in front of the podiums everywhere you can go, in fr- and on, on the cover of Style Magazine, People Magazine, uh, in front of every TV camera he can get involved in because he's a self-glorifying fool. So anyway... He, this is the guy, he's been in front of every podium he can be in, in front of every microphone he can be in, espousing his virtue, espousing what it is that we're supposed to do, knowing the entire time, telling everybody to lock down, lose their jobs, lose their lives, people, record rates of suicide, closing down an entire economy, adding $6 trillion worth of debt to our already giant debt that was $24 trillion before we even entered into the coronavirus. He had $6 trillion to it on his recommendations. And this is a guy who knew from day one, day one, these five things that Jim Jordan points out, that it was taxpayer-funded gain-of-function research. It was, an number two, that it was an engineered virus, that he had ties to it. He knew that. And that there was no oversight there was, they, they were trying to determine what the oversight was and what it was. This was actually no oversight into this gate of function research done by Ralph Barrick, done by Dr. G. No oversight. They call it the, the P3 oversight, whatever. No oversight was done. And this is the guy who's leading the response. That's like asking somebody who committed a murder to go investigate their own murder. That's like asking somebody who committed the armed robbery to investigate the armed robbery. And that pontificating fool gets up and acts like this expert who has no idea where this came from. I mean, I want you to think about what is going on here. And he's lied in front of Congress. He said that the NIH has never funded gain-of-function research. That's an absolute atrocity. That is a bold-faced, perjurous lie. And he knows it. And this is everybody's hero. This just shows you how stupid the left is in, this, in our culture and how stupid COVID-caving conservatives are and COVID-caving pastors and COVID-caving churches. Did you follow this guy? I remember listening to this goofball pastor up in Largo, Florida, one that heavily attacked Jonathan Shuttlesworth, one who heavily attacked Rodney Howard Brown. Talking about, you know, we need to follow the experts. Great job, Pastor Tony. Great job. Great job, Patriot Pastor. This is from the Washington Examiner. This is a video only. This is more of a, it's some additional information on the same talk that Jim Jordan was given. Play that for me. Here's what we got on the FOIA request. Here's all their emails. Every single thing is redacted. Every single thing is redacted about what took place in that conference call. That conference call that Jordan alludes to was the culmination of a frantic series of emails in late January 2020 between Dr. Anthony Fauci, his subordinates at NIH and public health authorities abroad, in which they described the COVID virus as bearing marks of laboratory manipulation, known as gain of function research. 
all done with Fauci's approval at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded through grants paid for by the American taxpayer. First, Dr. Fauci knows there's a lethal virus on the loose that started in Wuhan, China. Second, he knows the American taxpayers have funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China. Third, he knows that the research grant didn't go through the required oversight board. Fourth, he knows the virus, quote, looks engineered and, quote, not consistent with evolutionary theory. And finally, fifth, Dr. Fauci knows he may have ties to this work in China. His fingerprints, in fact, may be on this. And there you go. Now, what did he do? Now, listen, I've been one from day one to tell the truth about this virus. It is a virus with a 99.9% survival rate from zero to 50. This is facts. This is from the CDC from zero to 50 years of age. The virus at minimum is 99.98 post-infection survivable. Not, not 90, 99.9% in, in, the, in the stratosphere survivable, like you might get it, you might not. I'm saying once you have it, you are diagnosed as COVID positive. You are infected. From zero to 50 years of age, the, the least survival rate is 99.98 as you go up towards 50. Zero to 20, it's 99.997 post-infection survivable. From 50 to 70, it's 99.5% survivable. And over the age of 70, it's 99, I mean 95% survivable. So, I've been saying from day one, this is not a black plague. However, still thousands of people have died from COVID. I estimate between 50 and 60,000 in the United States. Don't believe that 600,000 number. That makes no sense when you have the same amount of people dying every year. 2017, 2.9 million. 2018, 2.9 million. 2019, 2.9 million. 2020, 2.9 million. So how in the world do we have 600,000 extra deaths? Which nobody asks. And I'm talking about the biggest of the big names in conservative punditry, still bow. They acquiesce. They bow down to the 600 number and call this the pandemic of a lifetime. It's not true. Why is there not a run on funeral homes? Why is there not a shortage of coffins? Why? This has been from day one a hoax. But here's the thing, when it comes back to Fauci, if he would have acknowledged from day one that he knew that this was an engineered virus because he did. He knew Dr. G, the bat lady. He knew they had live bats. It's all been pictures on Newsmax or on OWN. I can't remember which or both. They have, they have bats in the Wuhan Institute of Virology showing them pictures of extracting their blood out. He knew from day one that he had funded gain-of-function research. So did Bill Gates. Bill Gates never says a word, ever says a word that he, spent to, that he sent tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Academy of Sciences, which is the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He sent millions of dollars to each, tens of millions of dollars to each. Fauci sent millions of dollars to each and never say a word. Now it comes out about two months ago and now they're starting to talk. That's, that's 14 months in, 14 months in. Neither one of them says a word. So could they have saved lives? Could they have saved lives? Could they have developed treatments for this? We all know, and they, and they badmouthed the treatments and had false, from Peter Daszak with the Lancet, false articles written about COVID-19. Knowing that, Think about the insidiousness of this. Peter Daszak, Equal Health Alliance, that's who Fauci funneled his money through, tax, your money and mine, taxpayer money, through the Equal Health Alliance, Peter Daszak, to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. And then he, and then, and then, uh, Peter Daszak writes an article in The Lancet, the most respected medical journal on the planet, 
gathering together a bunch of epidemiologists and virologists saying, no, this came from an animal, even though they can't name the animal. It's like, it's like watching a Democrat try to say what an assault weapon is. Tell us what it is. They can't name the animal. They can never defend their own stupidity, their own ignorance, the vacuousness of their arguments. They can't name them. They can't ever defend their arguments. So you have that you have Fauci running down right there at that moment where the where it is that this virus came from. He knew darn well it came from a lab leak. He knew that it came from gain of function research. It was probably released on purpose. The only witnesses coming out of the the only witness coming out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology said it was released by the CCP, actually, particularly the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, on purpose. The only witness, the only direct witness, the only one in the lab. And that witness, that I was banned off of Facebook for putting that video up. Tucker was banned off of Facebook for putting that video up. The only direct witness says that it was actually released on purpose, but it is for sure gain-of-function research. How many lives could have been saved out of the thousands, not millions, out of the thousands that were lost if Fauci would have said from day one, this is gain-of-function research. This S-spike protein needs to be our approach. How many lives could have been saved? How many? Now, let me get you this. This is a Dr. I mean, uh, Tom Elliott tweet. I'm just going to read you the tweet first and show you the video. This is from Dr. Peter Hotez. The Delta variant, here we go again. It never freaking ends. I've said this from day one. Here we are. Here we are. In July of 2021, And here comes another one. I've already seen the Spain variant, the Indian variant, the double mutant variant. Remember, does everybody remember the double mutant variant? That was about six months ago. The double mutant variant was going to come out. The Brazil variant, the Argentina variant. So now we've gotten in and notice the names they put. It's like Delta Force, you know, Delta Force. So the Delta variant is like nothing we've seen before. So here we are again. That we've never seen this before, crowd. This is the worst thing we've ever seen, crowd. Here we are again. This is twice as as infectious as anything we've seen. How do you know that? How would you ever know whether something's twice as infectious? How would you ever know that? If you're a, an adult here, now what's what's the underlying narrative? What's the underlying agenda? What's the underlying purpose? To sell vaccinations to people who don't need them. Here's what they say. If you're a young person or adolescent, don't listen to the anti-vaccine nonsense. Oh, the anti-vaccine nonsense. Like myocarditis with people's swelling hearts and dropping dead all over the planet. Don't listen to that nonsense. That says, if you go to a gym and eat a healthy diet, that stuff, you know what it is for one thing, people, young people don't, don't die of coronavirus on a statistical basis. Play the video for me. Yeah. Look at this guy in the bow tie. Uh, Where vaccination rates are lower, this is spreading more easily. And and, and as viruses spread, they learn. And they learn, you know, how to infect people better. Would you listen to this guy? Look at this guy. I'll give you a platform here for a moment. This is the epitome of health. Who are still hesitant. This guy right here. To getting a vaccine. Make the case to them to to, to do it as as we have been and, and, and our colleagues have been vaccinated. Well, thanks for that, Jim. Jim, the, the case is this. The, the Delta no variant is like nothing we've seen before. There the it B117 is. The B117 variant from the UK was more transmissible than the original lineage by about 50 percent. 
this one, the Delta is 50% more than that. This is twice as infectious as anything we've seen right, back before. To me. So, so what, what we hear this every time, every couple months, here comes the next variant, right? It's all about trying to get people vaccinated. That's all that it is. And vaccinated for what? If you have no statistical chance of dying of COVID, why would you get vaccinated? I put this out on Twitter all the time. You're telling me there's people, this is the quote that I use, you're telling me that there's people that are dumb enough to get vaccinated for a virus with a 99.9% survivable rate? Why would you do that? All right, CNBC tweet. How should states respond? How should states respond as the Delta COVID variant spreads? Now, what I want you to do, I'll show you some still photos in just a second. This is only 37 seconds long. This is Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who is one of the biggest COVID propagandists ever. From day one, he's been pushing this thing. And he's, he denied that it was a, a lab leak up to about 30 days ago. So now he's had to come on board because it's coming out. And this, these are the most despicable, despicable of all. Almost as despicable as COVID caving Christians. When you, when you say, I, you know what, I have a, a law license, I am an MD, I am a medical doctor, and you go on national TV, even with as little an audience as CNBC has, they have about as, much peop- as many people watching their show as I do, and you go out there and you just bold-faced lie, I wonder why he would go out and bold-faced lie. Do you ever ask? Well, what I want you to do is watch, under, watch the Chiron under his name. Make sure that we're not blocking the guys with our Chiron. Watch the watch the Chiron. Look at his various titles under his name. Play the video for me. An opportunity, Scott, and it, it does that opportunity present itself anywhere in, in the United States, the specific areas of the United States, or or is this really? Can we look at this as more of a problem for for the rest of the world that might not have the same uh, Get the question out. Uh, percentages Howdy, duty. that we have? Well, look, I think it's a global problem, but the problem is different depending on go. where you are. Former this, FDA this commissioner who trades in body parts from babies. 40% more transmissible and will become CNBC the dominant strain around the world in the United States as well. I think when we Pfizer look at and Illumina doing, board member. Israel, when we look at Australia, when we look at countries in the Pacific right, Rim, they have a Isn't it strange? Isn't it strange? Aaron, you can kind of run through, or Tommy, you can run through those pics. You can, do, you can either do them side by side or you can just you know the still photos of Dr. Gottlieb. Aaron's showing where they're at because I want those on there. There you go. Here you go. Former FDA commissioner. Now, FDA commissioner, Food and Drug Administration, right? Are, are they an agenda-driven agency? Are they a biased agency? Are they an unbiased? And absolutely not. They were just caught. This is absolute facts. This is the truth. They were just caught selling aborted baby eyeballs, livers, kidneys, body parts, facts that's the truth that's who the fda is covid caving christians these are the people when they tell you to vaccinate these are the people that you're following right here put up the next one look at his other pfizer and illumina board member this is a guy again this is just like fauci he's on the bill and melinda gates vaccine board these these people are out there allegedly they're unbiased sources these are the fact checkers these are the people giving their unbiased opinion. He's an MD. He's Dr. Scott Gottlieb, MD. No, he's Dr. Scott Gottlieb on the board of Pfizer, an mRNA gene therapy, gene altering vaccine. That's who he's on. Who's, who's Lumina? I got Lumina written down. What's that all about? Lumina Incorp is an American company incorporated April 1998 that develops, manufactures, and markets integrated system for analysis of genetic variation. 
Hmm, and biological function. What does that sound like? mRNA, the company provides a line of products and services that serve the sequencing, genotyping, and gene expression of pro-teomics pro, markets. I don't even know what that is. That's who this guy is. And he's put out as an unbiased, non-agenda-driven source. Dr. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, no wonder he's been saying from day one this came from an animal. No wonder he's been saying from day one, everybody get vaccinated. Even if you've you've already had COVID and and recovered, you already have the antibodies, and the vaccine kills your natural antibodies, get vaccinated anyway. Why? Because he's on the board of Pfizer. This is not disputed. They put it on the Chiron. All right, Disclosed TV tweet, just in, White House to deploy. Here we go. Congratulations, lockdown churches. Congratulations, churches that still strap masks on. This is what you've ushered in. You're like, Tom, why do you always talk about churches first? Because judgment begins at the house of God. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. The church caving is why the United States is in the situation that it is. $30 trillion in debt, record unemployment, record, record employment opportunities, But record unemployment, a weird sort of twilight zone that we're in, is because of the COVID, record suicides. 60% of all businesses that closed during the COVID-19 pandemic will never open again. And this is why. Because of COVID cave, the COVID caving church, followed by the COVID caving conservative, followed by the COVID caving leftist. If we all would have stood up, I never closed my church. I've never social distanced. I've never put a mask on. They can arrest me. They can come after me. They can do whatever they want. I will never, ever concede. I will never take the vaccine, ever. If everybody would have stood like that, just leave that up side by side. That's perfect the way you got it. If everybody would have stood like that from day one, we would not have the mess. We wouldn't be, you wouldn't see the CDC propagating its false lies of 600 and something thousand people have died of COVID. That's totally fake. It's, it's literally 6% of that have died of COVID. The rest of them have died with COVID or with a doctor presuming they had COVID, which is the CDC guidelines. So here you have, here we are 16 months into 15 or 14 days to flatten the curve. And here we got the White House to deploy Delta variant. Sounds like the Delta Force. Here comes the Delta variant response team. I wonder what that'll look like. It ha- They have to be wearing brown. It has to be brown. They have to be a brown shirt. Or maybe they'll be dressed like the uh, Canadian cops with their black and red. All right, let's go to the next one. It's a CNBC pick. Who advises? There we go. Who urges fully vaccinated? Here we go again. It never freaking ends. It never ends. This look, Notice the date. It never ends. This is literally from a day ago. Who urges fully vaccinated people to continue to wear masks as Delta COVID variant spreads? The Delta variant, if it even exists, has the exact same death rate as COVID, 0.1%. That's one-tenth of 1% of all people infected, not on planet Earth, infected with the Delta variant will die of it. Those are the legitimate deaths, which is about the same as the flu. It is the exact same as the flu, same as pneumonia, less than tuberculosis, less than malaria, and on and on we could go. But but malaria and pneumonia, those don't have political purposes, so you never hear about them. 
Millions of people die every year. Millions of people die every year of tuberculosis, of pneumonia, of the flu, of the common cold, which is a coronavirus, and a myriad of other things. You never hear anything about it because the World Economic Forum has no interest in it. Malaria doesn't work for the World Economic Forum because it's almost exclusively isolated Africa. So you needed a worldwide pandemic in order for Klaus Schwab, the CCP, the PLA, the IMF, the Bidens of the world, the Kerry's of the world, the Goros of the world to control you. There had to be a worldwide virus for that to happen. And then you've got, and it amazes me to this day that the Church of America, I'm, I, I and like Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttleworth, a few others are the only ones preaching out there about COVID-19 vaccine passports and that link to Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Where are you at, evangelical pastors? You used to talk about the mark of the beast. Why do you no longer talk about it? Here's an interesting point my wife brought up. I want to know now, pastors that have opened your churches now, you're open now, right? Why are you not closing again for the Delta variant? Why are you not closing for the Delta variant? Well, you say, well, we found out that it isn't, you know, as deadly as we thought. Then have you publicly repented of closing the first time back in March of 2020? If you're not closing now, then you're acknowledging that you were wrong in 2020, correct? And why have you not acknowledged it? Why are you still propagating your lies of we closed to see how serious it was? You closed for eight or nine months. There's churches that are still not open all over the country and most churches in Canada. And the churches that are open, they're not reclosing for the Delta variant. Why? Because you're saying, well, we're not worried about it now as much as we were. Then you have to acknowledge that you were wrong back in 20. All, all you quarantine Christians, then are you going to come out and say you were wrong about March 2020 when you locked yourself down? You know, quarantine day one, quarantine day two, strapping masks on your eight-year-olds who have a 0% chance of dying of COVID or spreading COVID. Are you going to repent now or are you just going to keep on holding on to your pride because there's too much to lose in repentance? All right, Bo Snurdly tweet. Los Angeles urges, here we go, everyone to mask up because of the Delta variant. And we have yet to have, we yet to have any sort of study that shows that masks do anything. Every study, every single study on masks showed that they do nothing. Absolutely nothing nothing we, we all know I've, I've said it a million times on this podcast the size of a COVID a COVID-19 particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns 0.14 microns is as big as they get an N95 mass starts at 0.3 microns almost three times the size that comes from Dr. Naputi so why would you ever wear a mask but here they go again I'm a listen. I'm, I, I can't remember where I was yesterday. Oh, I was at a restaurant in Sarasota with a friend, with some friends of ours, and people walking in there with masks on. You weren't even allowed to eat there unless you were. You weren't allowed to be in that restaurant unless you had a mask or you were vaccinated. Of course, you know what I tell all of those signs. They can take their masks, masks recommendations. They can take take the masks themselves. They can take the vaccinations, ball them up into a giant ball, and shove it up their own caboose. I'll do whatever I want wherever I want. You don't have the right to ask me squat about my health information, period. But yet there's people walking in and out there with masks on. For what? Mask, mask you unless you're wearing. An N95 is three times larger. 
will let in a, a particle three times larger than the largest COVID-19 particle. And people are still wearing masks. And here's their same response. And this people are following this in droves. It baffles my mind. It baffles my mind that a leftist would follow it. It really baffles my mind that a conservative would follow it. And it absolutely galactically blows my mind that an evangelical Bible thumper would do anything that these idiots tell them to do. So do ma- how do masks work with kids? Here's a video for you. Play it for me. Please share this very important study that came out in nothing less than the Journal of the American Medical Association, peer-reviewed randomized clinical trial, right? So this is non-censorable. And it's on masks in children and quite shocking results. So here's the table. We see that the children had around 0.26 to 0.28 a carbon dioxide percentage uh, with no masks, both pre this experiment and after. So that's natural, normal, healthy. Inhaled air with the masks on, two types, nearly six times the carbon dioxide. Here it is, RCT. I'll show you a little more detail. Note the legal limit for room air is around 0.2% carbon dioxide content and around your mouth it'll be a little higher with no mask because, you know, we are flowing out carbon dioxide. But remember, the unmasked children natural level was down here in this experiment. And look at where the carbon dioxide levels are with the masks on, with the younger children being even more affected, as noted by the authors. So, the summary here. Note that they say one seven-year-old had 25,000 parts per million, so well over 10 times the limit you would expect. All right, back to me. And the conc- So what we're looking at here, very simply, is if your kid's wearing a mask, they're getting six to 10 times the amount of carbon dioxide that they're supposed to breathe. And here's, you know, I'm a, I'm a very scientific person. Get ready for this now. This is some deep scientific theology and philosophy for you right now. You know what? What you're supposed to exhale, you're supposed to exhale. See how deep I am? But yet we listen to people that tell us every day to, to, to spend hours every day sucking in our own latent viruses, including coronaviruses. They found tuberculosis on kids' masks out of a Gainesville study. And here's the thing, you have this, so you get sick, you have these kids and and you have all these parents strapping masks on their kids and every single study has shown that kids do not catch COVID, kids do not pervade COVID, they are not significant, significant vectors of COVID, they do not spread COVID, they do not die of COVID, and yet you've got all these idiot parents offering their kids up as if the, on the altar of bail for vaccination studies, which I'll show you later, and strapping masks on their kids. And see all this fake mask ideology, all this fake mask propaganda without an, without an ounce of scientific proof, and all these idiots walk around saying, we follow the science. What science? Name the study. I just showed you one that is completely contradictory to you or your child ever wearing a mask, but yet it doesn't even affect you a little bit. It doesn't even affect these people. I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but spread this video as much as you possibly can. I know they don't let you. When you hit, people hit share on my videos, that goes nowhere. I understand. Just do the best you can. Share it on Rumble. Share it on Facebook. Share it on YouTube. My church has been banned off YouTube for life because I said something correct about vaccines. But this false mask propaganda is what creates maniacs like this. Play it for me. 
talk to the security. You might want to talk to the security. This lady here. Here and side by side. Is in the mall without a mask. Do you see what it creates? Yeah. All the lies. That's okay. All of this. You can kind of leave it on. I'll yell, go loud as I can. Who are you? Do you see what this creates? This guy is a complete idiot. There is not one ounce of scientific proof. There is nothing that says that that stupid mask that he has on his ridiculous face does anything. And he's hunting people down at the mall. A woman, needless to say. He's, he's hunting down a woman and getting all... Look at him. Follow her with his phone. All over... An absolute lie that he has strapped on his stupid, uneducated face. You bring it back to me. That's where we're at. Listen, everybody, you need to you need to follow this Twitter line. This is from I am. Put that up there for me. There you go. Here's an I am tweet. Follow this guy. It's Ian Miller. Awesome, awesome Twitter account. You want to know the truth? These are all unbiased charts. These are simply, as we say all the time on this podcast, facts. This is the truth. Here we go. It continues to be absolutely hilarious that scientists and experts and politicians and the media are still pretending that masks have any impact whatsoever on COVID spread. So let's look at this together. Put that up there. Put the next one up there. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. So let's look at it. Does this do mass work? You have this idiot going around the mall there in Canada yelling at people for not wearing masks. So do masks have any impact on a virus whatsoever? Have they ever had any impact on a virus whatsoever? The answer is no. Yet Joe Biden wears one everyone, everywhere. To this day, Joe Biden's walking around outside with his goofy wife, Jill, walking around outside with masks on for what reason? Take a look at the UK. Here's their mask mandates. June 15th, right there, there's June 15th of 2020. June 15th of 2020. I should point this way because I'm actually pointing at the thing. June 15th of 2020, they institute mask mandates. Look at them. And then they kind of enhance them. Expanded indoor settings right there on August 8th. This is 2020. And look at the cases. Do masks do anything? All right, let's roll through these quick. All those other ones I got. And there you go. Here's Scotland. Look at the mask mandate. Did it do anything? No. Go to the next one. Look at the next. Where's the mask mandates in Austria? We're spanning the globe here now. Look at look at look at where the mass where the masks were instituted where the mass mates, uh, mandates were instituted. What did they do? They caused the cases to skyrocket. They caused that when you sit there and you lower your immune system wearing a mask all day and then you take it off, you suck in a bunch of viruses that your immune system doesn't recognize. Your immune system is supposed to be rolling around in figurative dirt. Go to the next one. To gain, to gain immunity. Look at, here we go. Here's Bangladesh. Told you we're spanning the globe. East, West, Europe, United States. Bangladesh. Mass mandate right there. May of 2020. And look at the cases. Did it do a daggum thing? Then they increased their enforcement. Increased their enforcement a few months later. And did it do anything? Look at it. Look at it. Now they just relocked down. Basically, three days ago, they just relocked down. They've been wearing masks the whole time. Look at the cases. Does it do anything? Absolutely not. Go to the next one. Here we go. Here's Belgium. Told you, spanning the globe. Look at their mask mandates. June 10th of 2020, mask mandate in crowded places. Indoor mask mandate, July of last year. Mask mandate in all public places, August of last year. And look at the cases. It does nothing. Every If you look at it, if you look at there, look at what it's, if you look at the line, look at the graph. The cases never did anything but go up since they put the masks on. But yet the people, the World Health Organization 
is telling people, not based on any scientific data whatsoever, Joe Biden's propagating it, Kamala Harris is propagating it, the Democratic Party, Gavin Newsom, Tom Wolf, Chris Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, all of them. Mass, 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 Delta variant, Delta variant. It does nothing but make things worse. Go to the next one. Here's Florida versus Los Angeles. Los Angeles is in the black. Look how well their mask mandates. Look at closed indoor dining, stay at home. There's their outdoor mask mandate back in, it looks like somewhere, is that what, June or July of last year? Their outdoor mask mandate, indoor mask mandate. Look at their cases. And now they're doing it again after their cases are way down. Look at after they got off of the masks, they're way down. They're almost pre-COVID levels. And now look, they're, they're going to institute it again. What do you think will happen with their graph next? It'll have the big giant spike once again. You want, look, at, look at Florida who didn't do any of it. Just a normal viral because you cannot stop a virus. If you're not acting, if you, if you don't have, it has to be a great immune system or it has to be Jesus. That's the only way to stop a virus. Matthew 16, 19, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. That will stop a virus. Or you have to have a great immune system that kills it off when it, when it enters your body. And you never suffer a system uh, a symptom, which, by the way, is 70% of all COVID. People who are infected with COVID actually are COVID positive, officially infected with COVID. 70, over 70%. I believe it's 76% of those people never, ever have one single symptom of COVID. But yet, here we go, masking up again. We have any more? Is that the last one? All right, put them up there. Let's we'll keep spanning the glue. Here's Israel, mask mandate, April, April 12th of 2020. Look at them. <laughs> Look what it does. Nothing. Go to the next one. Kentucky, mask mandate, July 10th, 2020. Look at it. Does nothing. Go to the next one. Miami-Dade, Miami-Dade County, Florida. There's their mask mandate back on April 9th, 2020. Does nothing whatsoever. Look at it. Does absolutely zero. But yet you're told over and over again to put them back on. We got another one. Last one. In this day, here we go. Told you you're spanning the globe. Here we go. Nambia. So you got mass mandate May 5th of last year. Look at their cases right now. Everybody in that country, everybody's wearing a mask. And look at their cases. It does absolutely nothing. There's the proof. And by the way, I could put up, you can ask Aaron, you can ask Tommy. Yeah, that's my staff behind the scenes here. You can ask them. I could put up a hundred more. I've got them all for me and Miller. They're all facts. Put, I could do one and they all look exactly the same. But yet these idiots like Fauci, tell me how Fauci, an epidemiologist, a virologist, tells people to wear masks. What would be his motives? It has to be the love of money, which is the root of all evil. It has to be. Or, you know, it could just be he wants to be popular. He wants to get beyond another cover of a magazine. Well, this is Avi Yemeni. This is video only. Here's how the people in London are starting to react. Play it for me. They've had it, folks. They've had it. Look at the size of this thing. This is nothing. We haven't got to the big. Look at this. This is in London. This is an anti-lockdown, anti-mask protest. Look at the size of this thing. You are not alone. Believe me, you are not alone. Look at all this. Look at the size of this thing. It could go back even further. There's more people. He just ran out of space. You're not alone. There's lots of people who are awake, but we have to be out there. You may have to risk offense. You may have to risk arrest. Rodney Howard Brown got arrested. Tony Spell got arrested. Arthur Pulaski in Canada got arrested. They just released the latest pastor who got arrested up in Canada after he spent 17 days in jail. 
for conducting an outdoor church service. You do not give these tyrants an inch ever. All right, Julia Hartley Brewer tweet. I love that. Just had to show you this picture. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. That's what the Republicans always do. I heard this statement. I've shared it probably 10 times on this podcast. Is that the Democrats set the boundary and the Republicans enforce the boundary. Why would you ever let the Democrats set the boundary on anything? You set the boundary. You never give an inch because they won't just take a mile. They'll take over your entire life. They are power perverts. Joe Biden is a power perv. He has been his whole life. So's Kamala Harris keeping people locked down for forced labor in California. She is a power pervert. It is almost a pseudo-sexual perversion. They like to control people. Tom Wolf loves to control people out of Pennsylvania. Gavin Newsom, uh, Inslee out of Washington, Kate Brown out of Oregon. I can name one right after another. Phil Murphy out of New Jersey. You're essential. You're not essential. Okay, we're going to let you open. We're going to close you down. Mask again. Double mask. They love it. Don't try to understand it. They just love it. All right, Dan Bongino video. This is, this is great. Some of these people, because they see their livelihood being taken away from, this is two excerpts from Bill Maher, who normally, of course, I would never show because he's a hyper leftist, but he's starting to wake up that, you know what? Again, you may rejoice as a leftist that people like me get banned or shadow banned. You may sit there and rejoice, but just understand that you're in line at the hangman's noose too. I might be three or four people in front of you and you may push me to the hangman's noose quicker, but you're still in line for the hangman's noose. Everybody under Hitler's dead. Everybody under Stalin. These are the people that actually instituted these people, put them in place. They all died too. You're going to get banned eventually too. Eventually you're going to get banned. It will happen. And see, some of these people are starting to wake up for, uh, wake up to this fact. Kevin Hart, he's another one. I saw him on Joe Rogan. They're starting to wake up because you know what? You're not going to be able to create any longer. But here's, here's Bill Maher actually being honest about COVID and Ron DeSantis. Play the first one for me. Play cut one from this monologue where he calls them out completely for entirely misjudging the risk of coronavirus because they've listened to the panic merchants the whole time. Check this out. What are the chances that someone who gets COVID will need to be hospitalized? The answer is between one and 5%. 41% of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Another 28% put the chances at 20 to 49. So almost 70% of Democrats are wildly off on this key question and also have a greatly exaggerated view of the danger of COVID-2 and the mortality rate among children. All of which explains why today the states with the highest share of schools that are still closed are all blue states. So if the right-wing media bubble has to own things like climate change denial, shouldn't liberal media have to answer for How did your audience wind up believing such a bunch of crap about COVID? Here's part two of this, where this was stunning. I'm not, this is not. There's a part selectively edited either. Here's Bill Maher, again, a leftist, acknowledging that the Republican governor of Florida, who actually reads stuff, unlike Democrats, could have been right the whole time. Not a joke. He's not saying this sarcastically. Check this out. A new report in The Atlantic 
says the media won't stop putting pictures of the beach on stories about COVID, even though it's looking increasingly like the beach is the best place to avoid it. Sunlight is the best disinfected and vitamin D is the key to a robust immune system. Texas lifted its COVID restrictions recently and their infection rates went down in part because of people getting outside to let the sun and wind do their thing. <laughs> but, but to many liberals, that can't be right, because Texas and beach-loving Florida have Republican governors. But life is complicated. I've read that the governor of Florida reads. <laughs> I, I know we like to think of Florida as only middle school teachers on bath salts having sex with their students in front of an alligator. <laughs> but apparently the governor is also a voracious consumer of the scientific literature. And maybe that's why he protected his most vulnerable population, the elderly, way better than did the governor of New York. There you go. So here's the thing. Let's look at the, just quick statistical data here. Demo Democrats believe this now. You have a one, and this is actually this is probably a little large on Mars part. One to five percent chance of being hospitalized if you have COVID. One to five percent chance. So really heavily leaning towards one, just so you know. But seventy percent of Democrats, all the goof sticks that I see wearing their masks around, seventy percent of Democrats believe that the hospitalization rate goes as high as fifty percent. They believe it's twenty to fifty percent. 20 to 50 times higher than it actually is. That's what Democrats think. Just like if you go around and you ask Democrats, how many black men are gunned down by the police every year? They'll say 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. It's 200 a year. About between zero and 20 unarmed per year. FBI UCR statistics. These people are delusional. But yet the Kamala Harris's of the world just keep spreading all that disinformation. All right, I am tweet. Hey, everyone. Remember when Fauci said, uh, the, I'm reading the tweet for, leave the graph, that's fine, you can lift the graph up, it's good. Hi everyone, hey everyone, remember when Fauci said that Europe was better than the U.S. at managing COVID because, of shut, because they shut down more than we do. So let's look, so they shut down, put up the graph there, Tom, there you go. So there's the graph, so allegedly they're better, or, or could this mean what, what exactly the graph, the scientific data, the actual algebra says that it doesn't matter whether you lock down. It doesn't matter whether you mask. It, yeah, put it, up, put it on full screen for me just so everybody can see it. It doesn't matter whether you mask. It's going to be the exact same thing. It doesn't matter what you do. All right, let's go to the next thing. Aaron Ginn, I just want to show you this tweet. Aaron Ginn tweet. We should, we should have resigned. He should have, sorry. He should have resigned for his authoritarian and terrible COVID policy, we are learning the wrong lesson here. This is the U this is the guy in charge of the UK. This is the health secretary, Matt Hancock from the UK. I want to show you something very interesting here. This guy just resigned. Why? Because he violated his own COVID rules. Again, here's another one. But here's the interesting thing. Let me read this to you. Health secretary Matt Hancock this is from the UK. From the UK government, after after he was caught embracing a senior aide in his office, in breach of his own coronavirus rules, in, in violation of his own coronavirus rules, so he resigned. 
So here's the thing. Now, let me just add him to the list of COVID hypocrites. I wrote down a nice long list here. Here's all the other government officials. Notice that every single one of them is pro-mask, pro-lockdown, pro-shut-your-life-down, pro-vaccine, pro-vaccine passport, and they're all, they've all been caught in extreme COVID hypocrisy. Gavin Newsom, Gretchen Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer's husband, Lori Lightfoot, Neil Ferguson from the Imperial College, Phil Murphy, governor of uh, New Jersey, Austin Mayor Steve Adler, Tony Fauci was caught maskless, Deborah Burks was caught uh, flying home to see her parents if she doesn't live with, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Denver Mayor Michael Hancock, another one who told everybody to lock down, then flew home himself, Nancy Pelosi, Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, George Stephanopoulos, Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, Dianne Feinstein, all demon rats. Every last one of them is a leftist or a member of the Democratic Party. So if they were really scared of COVID, if they really thought it was the new essence of the bubonic plague, then why are they themselves routinely caught violating their own rules? This is the UK's health secretary gets caught violating his own rules. I thought he was petrified of it. They're not, so it has to be about something else. If they themselves are not scared of it, then it has to be about something else. So why would you close your church or your business? Why would you follow these clowns when they've now been caught expressing the fact that they are not afraid at all of COVID-19? But yet you still, when they tell you to put a mask on, you put it back on. Now let's look at who replaced Hancock. Who put the next one up for me from Disclosed TV? Who replaced Hancock as the health secretary? And don't you worry. This is all about your health and protecting your health, right? Nothing. Let's look at who, who's the new health secretary for the United Kingdom, for Great Britain, for England. Here we go. Former home secretary, former managing director of Deutsche Bank. He's now the health director. Also, an ex-JP Morgan advisor, Sajid Havid, appointed as health secretary after the resignation of Matt Hancock. So you have somebody who is an absolute financial globalist with his tentacles and everything. And I guarantee you, look at what is behind him. The World Economic Forum. And he's in charge. He's a banker. And he's now in charge of the response to COVID-19 in the UK. But don't you worry. All you quarantine moms. You COVID-caving lockdown pastors. It was always about a virus, right? Nothing about. It has nothing to do with he causes all. Both small and great. Rich and poor. Free and slave. To receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell. Except the one who has the mark. Or the name of the beast. Or the number of his name. Don't worry. It has nothing to do with that. Even though they put a World Economic Forum banker. Now in charge of the health response in the UK. Don't you worry about it. Right? All right. Breitbart News. Video. This is a message from President Trump. We're going to switch now topics. We got to do some woke military stuff now. Here's Donald Trump on military wokeism. Play it for me. Earlier this year, the Biden administration issued new rules pushing twisted critical race theory into classrooms across the nation and also into our military. Our generals and our admirals are now focused more on this nonsense than they are on our enemies. You see these generals lately on television? <laughs> they, they are woke. They're woke. Our military will be incapable of fighting and incapable of taking orders. 
You're going to tell some private, private, stand up. You stand up right now. I'm not standing up. You can't talk to me that way, General. We're going to have a whole different ballgame here. I don't know how they're going to work that out. The, the private's going to tell the general, don't you ever speak to me that way, General. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> That's our military. That's where we're going. Woke. I know some of these guys. Boy, they changed quickly. They went right over to the other side. I heard that about a couple of them. The military brass have become weak and ineffective leaders, and our enemies are watching and they're laughing. We need a Republican Congress to ban critical race theory. You know, I had it banned through executive order. And it was fine. And then when we didn't get in, they immediately reinstituted it. But it was all gone. But they have to get it out of our schools and they have to ban it in our work. So there you go. And a lot of those generals, please understand something. These generals, these are not, most of these guys are career bureaucrats. They're not really career soldiers. They're career bootlicking and butt-kissing morons. That's who they are. The ones that you've seen testify recently in Congress, including Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary, he is nothing more than a purveyor of CRT. That's all that he is. All right, Matt Walsh tweet. All right, a woman whose husband is active duty Navy sent me this. His command held a diversity hike. This is our United States Navy. It's taken Biden January, February, March, April, May, June. It's taken Biden only six months to take the integrity, to take the testosterone, the manliness of our military. It's taken him six months to completely remove that from our military. Would you feel comfortable? This is what our military is doing. His command held a diversity hike in honor of Pride Month. Attendance was mandatory. They hiked while waving a rainbow American flag. There we go. Yeah, put, yeah, put those up for me. There you go. Just flash them. Go, you got both of them. Go to the next one. There you go. Just want everybody. Here's our military. That's our military. All right, go to the John Cordillo tweet. China is developing super soldiers to kill us, but then you got disclosed TV, new U.S. Air Force fitness test. Here we go. So you've got, let's compare and contrast. You have China, which has the largest army and the most technological Navy on the planet. And what are we doing? They're developing super soldiers to kill us. And the, and the new U.S. Air Force fitness test will feature walking instead of running and modified push-ups as the service is experimenting with a, with a choose-your-own-adventure physical fitness test. This is our military. This is where we are at. This is not a year ago. This is from two days ago. This is where we're at now. This is, this is what is going on. This is why, you again, and I know some of you that watch this, this podcast all the time, maybe get sick and tired of hearing this. This is why you don't cave to COVID. The only reason why we have a lobotomized, castrated military. Our military is a bunch of harem eunuchs running around right now. It's because we had a fake election brought on by a fake pandemic. The only reason why they could pull off having a fake election where you had seven fraudulent cities in six states was because of Zuckerberg drop boxes all over the United States, gathering up millions of votes for Joe Biden, no signature verification, no chain of custody, no ID required. Who knows where these came from? You had multiple ballots being uh, sent to 
to the same house, you'd have a, two people living in a house and 14 ballots would show up. Now this is what we get. We get a castrated, lobotomized military. We got a bunch of harem eunuchs running around. And only took Biden six months to do it. That's why you don't become a community partner and a good neighbor and listen to the experts and close your church. That's why you don't do it. Now look where we're at. We're losing losing war games to China as we speak. We're failing ballistic missile tests. It's all facts. You can pull it all up. I won't get into that tonight. All right, go to my own tweet, Tom Lipley tweet. Here we go. Diversity hike for our troops. See if you can put that up. Can you make it big? And put it all. Yeah, put it on. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. Diversity hike for our troops. Meanwhile, in China, not a so much a. Not so much. You can bring it back to me. That's what that. That's the reality. You can take take a take a screenshot of that. That summarizes our military activity right now and the stance of our military. Don't badmouth the military. Bull crap. Badmouth it. If it's garbage, then say that oh, we need to stop having hands off stuff. There doesn't need to be anything that's hands-off. If our military is crap and led by crap, then we need to say it's crap without hesitation. And that's exactly where we are. And it only took Joe Biden six months to create a bunch of geldings running around the field with their unity flags and their LGBTQ SRS butt-kissing flags running around. Six months it took. And look where we're at. All right, let's talk about, I want to talk about China for speaking to China. I want you to watch this video and I want you to see, I'm only going to play a little bit of it. I want you to watch the mainstream media. This is CNN, but kiss China. Whose country do they, who, what country is their citizenship, their heart citizenship really in? Play it for me. This celebration, it's not just happening today. It's not just happening this week. It's been all year long. And the message that has been coming from the Communist Party has been the same. All that is good has come from them. And it has culminated to this day, a day of projected strength and triumph for the Chinese Communist Party. And in the last few hours, we heard a very lengthy speech from the Chinese president and general secretary of the Communist Party, Xi Jinping, in Beijing, in which he marked the milestone, in which he praised the successes of the party in the last 100 years, in which he also praised the national... CNN, there you go. Now, who's she talking about here? Look at how she's talking. She's proud. She's proud. Look at the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, has done all this and done all that. Is she on their payroll? Here's the thing. Let's talk about what the CCP really has done. Well, first of all, they've murdered in the womb 500 million people that we know of. One half of a billion people they butchered inside their own womb. Where now they've had to reverse their own one child or two child policy. They've had to reverse it because they have a shortage of people. They have a shortage. Is it male or female, Tommy? Uh, female. They have a shortage of females. So they're going to, they're going to, because they butchered females. Uh, just basically anytime you had a, you knew that you were pregnant with a female, you executed the baby in the womb. And, and great job, all you leftists. You, know, you, you women's livers, right? You're all for the ladies. Half of all abortions are ladies, morons. So you're not really in favor of women's rights unless they happen to be born first. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror? You left this hack. But here she is. Look at her. Just just celebrating the CCP. Look at them. I mean, this is America. 
I mean, I, I remember I grew up when it was it was United States versus Russia versus the USSR. We didn't, there was nobody, even leftists didn't act like this towards our average. Look at them, look at them. They might as well be there. They should be there firing off fireworks themselves, dancing around CNN. Look, I mean, if you watch that, you can bring it back to me. If you watch that, though, China's getting awfully mighty while we're walking around with pride, uh, pride flags and having drag queen shows on our Air Force bases and hanging our BLM flags at Navy bases. All right, John Cordillo treat. Let's just look more in tweet. Look more into some wokeism tonight. Look at this. Men competing in women's pageants is dumb enough, but even dumber is that they'll now win every single... He's right. Any man, this is your time to shine. Your time to shine. You can go... I could go right now looking the way that I look. Look at me. Fat, bearded, I could enter a beauty contest right now, tell everybody that I identify as a female and I'd win. Go in there, yeah, look at me, female, yeah, female. And I'd win because everybody would be too politically correct to tell me that I didn't win. They would. First of all, you're not allowed to have winners and losers, but somehow they do. And it, of course, always goes to their political narrative. That they'll win now every single one because judges will be terrified of being called transphobic if they vote against them. The left has won another battle against women. You need to always remember something. The left is not for anything that they say they're for. If they say that they're for it, they're actually against it. Remember that. And they will always accuse you of doing exactly it, exactly accuse you of doing exactly what they're doing. It comes right out of Karl Marx. All right, let's go to the next one, John Solomon. Here we are. This is our woke section of the program tonight. Illinois legislature, you know, you know, country's $30 trillion, $30 trillion, $30 trillion in debt. I believe that the state of Illinois, I can't remember what the billion number is, but it's billions of dollars in debt. But here's how they saw it. It's like, it's like our military right now. We're losing war games, losing ballistic missile tests, all that to China. Our Navy is not as technologically sound as China's is anymore. Their army's way bigger than ours. They're hovering over Taiwan. They're doing amphibious landing tests near Taiwan to practice taking Taiwan. And so that our military is doing what? They're issuing new hairstyles, uh, maternity flight suits, uh, transgender flags, Pride Month, all those different things. What are you showing me here? Oh, oh you're awesome. Illinois debt from, from Aaron. From one of my guys here. What is the big, what's the, oh, the debt. Oh, my word. Okay, they're, <laughs> am I getting that right? Is it 170 million? Billion. It's one, it's this billion. That's what I thought. Okay, oh, yeah. there we go. $170 billion in debt is what Illinois is. And here's what they're on about, on and about doing. Ready? Illinois legislature, not worried about their debt at all. $170 billion in debt. Illinois legislature, and by the way, they're one of the, the, the leaders in this country of people moving out of their state. Sadly, a lot of them moving here to Florida. Illinois legislature passes law requiring, here's their response to their galactic economic troubles, requiring feminine hygiene products in boys' bathrooms. That'll help. That's really going to help. That'll help their job situation, their debt situation, is now they have tampons in boys' rooms. Tell me how that makes sense. Tell me how that's not demonic. Something that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Birthing persons, tampons in boys' rooms. All right, here's the NFL, which is why I will never watch the NFL again. If you love this game, you are welcome here, the NFL says. 
Football is for all. Football is for everyone. The NFL stands by the LGBTQ plus community today and every day. See how confusing it all is when it's demonic, it's confusion. Confusing. For more information, no, no thank you. All right, let's go. There's the video. There's a video, right? Play it for me. Football is gay. Football is lesbian. Football is beautiful, queer, exciting. Back to me. You still watching it? See, that's the stand that has to be taken. Well, I can't live without it. Then you're just a weak, complying person. You are somebody that just complies. Because they depend on that. That you being so addi- I haven't watched football for years. I played college football. I played football all the way through high school. Played college football at the University of Central Florida. Avid football fan. Big time Redskins fan. Was raised in Virginia. I left it all behind because of crap like that. And you haven't? Why not? Why not? You, if you support it. If you are, if you are, I, I dropped my NFL ticket three, four years ago. And I tried when they started to show a little bit more respect towards police and military. I tried and I said, you know, I'm going to go back on it again. But they just, they, they've gone down the wormhole further and further and further away from people like me. So I'm done. I'm done. I, I dropped my NFL ticket years ago. I will never buy it again. I'm out. How about you? You have to, you can make it. There are other things to do besides staring at a screen all day long. Here's the Babylon Bee. NFL introduces rainbow flag for refs to throw when players aren't being gay enough. <laughs> yeah, put it on the big screen. There you go. Put it, there you go. <laughs> flag, 10, 10 yards. No, you know what? This is going to be a first NFL. Bring it back to me. This will be the first NFL penalty that's 50 yards long. You are not gay enough. 50-yard penalty. And loss of seven points. That's how it's going to be. Watch. All right, pick only. I just had to put this picture up. I know most of you have seen it before. They are not courageous transgender athletes. They are just boys beating up on girls. You know what that is? Fact. That's the truth. That's all that they are is a guy in a ring with a girl beating them up. That's all that it is. All right, breaking 9-11 video only. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says President Biden supports Olympic hammer thrower. Some of you saw this. Uh, Gwen Berry, who snubbed the U.S. flag, turned her back. Is that the U.S. Olympic trial? She made the team. They're playing the national anthem. She turns her back on it. And this is what Jen Psaki says. A part of that pride in our country means recognizing there are moments, blah, blah, blah. Play the video for me. States as an Olympian on the hammer throwing uh, events, won a bronze medal at the trials, and then she turned her back on the flag while the anthem played. Does President Biden think that is appropriate behavior for someone who hopes to represent Team USA? Well, uh, Peter, I, I haven't spoken to the president specifically about this, uh, but I know he's incredibly proud to be an American uh, and has great respect <laughs> Good for answer. the anthem and all that it represents, especially for our, our men and women serving in uniform all around the world. He would also say, of course, that part of that pride in our country means recognizing there are moments where we are, as a country haven't lived up to our highest ideals, and it means respecting the right of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully protest. 
You know, I'm getting awfully sick and tired. All Joe Biden ever does and all Jen Psaki does is read off of things. You know, there's not one thought coming off the top of their head ever. You know, she's staring down at notes the whole time and, and you've always got the Biden gla- glaze or the Biden glare as he stares at teleprompters and misreads them half the time. These people do not have a cognizant thought in and of themselves outside of what's written on a screen or what's written on a note card. Here's some pics of her. Here, here she is. Gwen Berry here. They're turning her back. That's, this, is, this, is, this is somebody representing America. Go to the next one. Here she is with her shirt over her head. We've had it. Now let me ask you this question. You can leave that up. Why is it that this right here is not, our th- is not a threat to our democracy, but wearing a MAGA hat is? Explain that to me. I'd love to know. Send it to me. I'd, I'd love to see that. Let's go to the Daily Wire tweet. Anthem snubbing Gwen Berry sponsored by Puma, which is a defund, which are defund the police advocates. Surprise, surprise, surprise. They're all one big happy family. All right, Ian Miles Chong, video only. I want you to put this side by side. What this is, just so you know, is this is right after that you put this side by side to me. There you go. Play it. It's from TikTok. Now, this is right after the Pride Parade. Look at, look at, allegedly, these are all, this is the left, right? This is pride, and this is pro-gay, pro-lesbian, pro-queer, pro-transgender, all those things, allegedly pro-environmental, and this is what they leave behind. And and by the way, this is every single time, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's a Democratic Party this, or a Democratic Party that, an environmentalist thing, whatever it may be, this is what they look like every single time. This is what they leave behind. You go to a MAGA rally, it's better when they left than when they got there. Let's go to the next thing, Latham video, it's TikTok. There's no real way to explain this except to have you watch it. Remember, we're talking about being woke, play it for me. Was white and I became black. I feel more comfortable being black than I was being white. This is who I really am. I don't find any problem with it. I mean, why can't you do it with genders, but can't do it with race? What are they gonna say? They're gonna say me being transracial is racist? All right, then you being transgender is sexist. The comments are gonna be, this is so sad. This is so embarrassing. He thinks he's funny. You know why? Because they got nothing else to say. For the community who's saying, oh my God, we're so oppressed, we're so oppressed, but aren't you the one who's canceling people? Aren't you the ones that cry if someone doesn't support the LGBT community? You don't have to support it, but respect it. I then you don't have to support me, but respect me. See, I can use your logic every day of the week. You're not going to like it because you know I'm right, and you know you're wrong, and you know I'm black. <laughs> there you go. Explain, how's he wrong? I, I can identify as anything I want. I, I decide, you know, today I'm going to identify as Dominican. I can't speak an ounce of Spanish, but you know what? I'm Dominican today. Why, why, why can't I do that? Why, if, I, if I can identify as female, then why can't I identify as a different race? I love the terminology, transracial. Let's spread it. Just like blue and non, transracial, transracial. Spread it everywhere. All right, Daily Wire tweet. Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago, claims racism and sexism driving about 99% of Christmas. So she says the reason why. Now, I just want to bring this up to you. How many people were shot this last weekend in Chicago? Do you know? 63 people over one weekend. One weekend were shot in Chicago. And she says the criticism criticism behind her, 99% of the criticism behind her that's coming towards her is based on her sex and on her race. 99% really. Is that the case? Well, you know what? This is a video my son put together for TikTok and it got banned immediately. Play it for me is the reason why the hotels are empty, the reason why the storefronts are closed, is because of fear of violent crime. A woman, a pregnant woman, was shot 
at a hotel across the street from here last week at four in the afternoon. Um, you know, of course, we have this uh, horrific Juneteenth, 50-some shooting, uh, 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 50-some shootings. Um, uh, a young Hispanic couple pulled from their car and shot execution style. A tourist came to Chicago and uh, was stabbed in the back and, and murdered on Juneteenth here in, in the city of Chicago. Do you feel personally responsible for the, uh, your rhetoric? I know what your conservative uh, viewpoints are, but on almost every question that you ask, you had the facts wrong. There we go. How, what facts were wrong? My son Tommy put that video together. Every single thing the reporter said was backed up by the newspaper. Every single thing, probably a leftist newspaper. And yet she says, "Just that right? That's what that's what leftists do. You're lying. Here's all the facts. You're lying." Jesus said in John chapter eight verse forty-five, "Because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me." That is the essence of being a leftist. Every single data point is presented to you in black and white in statistical data, and you just say you're lying. It makes absolutely no sense, but it may it does make sense because the devil is the father of lies. His native language is lying, and when he speaks, he's lying. He has no truth in him. That's John chapter 8, verse 44 and 45. That's the essence of being a leftist. You have to perpetually lie. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? All right, WFLA News tweet breaking. And I want to officially thank California for this. Thank you, California, that Florida is on the list that you are banning your officials from traveling to. Thank you so much, Gavin Newsom. You can take all of your travelers and shove them up your own caboose all at the same time. Thank you so much. Let's go to the Daily uh, Daily Caller. I'm going to try to squeeze in a little bit more here tonight. Here's this all. We're switching now to the Biden border. Representative Ilhan Omar calls for citizenship for all undocumented people. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem whatsoever, Ilhan. We don't know whether we don't know who they are. We don't know their criminal record. We don't really know their name, their age. We don't know anything. According to you, we don't know their sex. We don't know their gender. We don't know their race, according to you. But everybody, every single person gets citizenship, according to the Democratic Party. Wonder why that would be. So that they can have more voters. Now, this is a Danny D. Urbina video, and I'm going to set this up. Trump mocks Kamala's phony border visit. Play it for me. So with that, we're going over to the border right now, mm-hmm. but we're going to the real part of the border where there's real problems, not a part where you look around and you don't see anybody. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're going to admire the wall and how it works, because uh, wherever we have the wall, that's what made the big difference. It made tremendous. Yeah, all Kamala Harris did was fly into El Paso and stand around the airport. That's all she did. And it's obvious why she went down there. She went down there the day before Trump went there, and she went. She planned the visit, of which several of her staff have left over it, resigned over it. She planned the visit right after she found out Trump was going to go here, now, go to the border. Now, this is a YouTube video. It's entitled, The Border Crisis is Coming to Your Front Door. Play it for me. Valverde County, Texas, shares a 110-mile border with Mexico. I visited there this weekend to witness the Biden border crisis firsthand. It felt like coming onto the scene of a home robbery, a robbery where everyone knows the robbers are coming back. People's sense of security, privacy, and well-being have been robbed from them by partisan ideologues almost 2,000 miles away who decided to open their borders to mass illegal immigration. 
Del Rio, Texas has a population of less than 50,000 people. So far this year, over 100,000 illegal aliens have crossed the border and into their hometown. My husband said he has called the Border Patrol, been calling for the past two hours. No one's come yet. It's gonna be a long, hot summer and a dangerous one if this keeps up. We met with Sheriff Martinez, a Democrat, who told us that he is overwhelmed. Communication between his office and the Biden administration was virtually non-existent. He told me, word for word, we're on our own to deal with it. He also added, this administration says we are going to welcome you, so they come. His limited holding facilities are so overcrowded that he can't hold people who need to be in jail. So instead, they're running free in the community. The people of Del Rio, they are paying the price. Fences holding livestock have been cut. Houses have been burglarized. Remains have been discovered. Guns have been stolen. People witnessed camouflaged men sneaking across their land at night. Properties have been trashed. Women have been raped. Drugs are flowing in. Here are the people of Del Rio in their own words. In the last couple weeks, we have had illegals on our property starting fires. We had a bailout, the helicopter on our property, DPS, I think it was three or four units came in the morning. We had to run back to our house. I had to get my pistols, like I used to have to do on the ranch, but now here in this community that we moved to to get away from it. As Del Rio burns, the cartels and smugglers are getting rich. They're making over $25 million a week in the sector alone. President Trump was building 30-foot-tall border wall in Del Rio. Biden stopped it. Now there are holes in the ground where walls should be, unfinished wall without technology installed, and holes in the rent-a-fence placeholder where illegals are sneaking through continuously. Border Patrol officers told us this is the worst it has ever been. They also told us they warned the White House this would happen. The men and women who protect our southern border are so overwhelmed, they're dropping illegal aliens off at the bus stop by the hundreds. The illegal aliens then go all around the country. Every town is a border town now. The crisis is national. It's not just people from Central America. Authorities see increases in illegals from Haiti, Venezuela, and Africa. Many are military-aged men we know nothing about. Homeowners are seeing their properties become spots where illegals are smuggled to and then wait for Border Patrol to pick them up. Their homes have become waypoints for human smuggling. The citizens of Del Rio aren't having it. This is what the chief executive of Val Verde County, a Democrat, had to say. At the end of the day, you know, uh, the people that are in charge, uh, when they say that it's not a crisis, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, they're liars. The White House created this crisis when they undid all of the successful Trump-era policies overnight. They were warned this would happen. Now, the people of Del Rio are begging for their help. Washington is not listening. When on a connecting flight in Dallas, I met a man who was coming from his hometown of Dodge City, Kansas. He told me that he had just witnessed a group of 70 illegal aliens dropped off in his city. Wherever you are in America, this crisis is coming to your front door. This there you go. It's not that all this was created by Joe Biden. Like I said earlier, it only took him six months to make our military a bunch of geldings. And now we have an open southern border. There is no border. Do you ever do you ever find it odd that it's extremely difficult to cross the Canadian-American border, but abs- it takes absolutely nothing to cross our southern border? And don't think that it's all Mexicans that are crossing the southern border. They're coming from numerous states. Many, many caught from Middle Eastern countries.
Middle Eastern countries are caught. We have no idea who they are. Just some things that the Biden administration did. But Trump had the stay in Mexico policy, which means if you were going to seek asylum, you had to stay in Mexico, go to the U.S. consulate in Mexico and ask for asylum. And you had to wait there. That was wiped away by the Biden administration. The reinstitution of catch and release was done by the Biden administration. So they catch people, give them a notice to appear and release them into the country. They are flying people and putting people in hotels to the tune of $60 million a week, $60 million a week to put illegal aliens in hotels, fly them and bust them all over the country. These mysterious buses full of illegal aliens are going all over the country. Unvetted people have no idea who they are. So catch and release was reinstituted. And of course, very simplistically, the walls construction was halted. For absolutely no reason. And that is a fact. This is what is really going on. And you know what people will always say? And I get tired of hearing it actually because I'm like, you know what? Be an adult. Figure it out. People are like, well, what are we going to do about this, Tom? You're telling us about all this negative stuff. You stand, you start off with, you stand your ground. You say what needs to be said and you do what needs to be done personally. If you're a Christian, God will open up the doors to expand your ministry as you stand in the truth. That's the opposite of the devil. Again, if you go back to John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45, it says that the devil was a murderer from the beginning. Who murders everybody? The left, 60 million people per year butchered in the womb by the left worldwide. Murderer from the beginning. And he was a liar because he never stood in the truth. So the first thing, people, what do you want want us to do, Tom? Stand in the truth. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done. You stand in the truth. Let's do a comparison and contrast before I leave you tonight. Representative Lauren Bobart tweet. Look at the difference between Trump and Biden. In President Biden's last month, President Trump, correction, in President Trump's last month in office, Border Patrol released, get the numbers now, 18 illegal immigrants with notices to appear in court. That's sort of the catch and release thing. So in his last month in office, which was January, he released 18 people, 18 into the public. Last month, Biden released 26,000 people into the public in the United States of America. Can you believe that? That's that's the truth. That's where we're at. That's why you don't cave to COVID, churches. Don't don't come to me. Oh, I can't stand Biden. I can't stand Biden. I, I, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of that, right? I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of that. Well, you caved. You strapped the mask on. You quarantined. You locked down. You, you washed your hands with alcohol gel 40 times a day. You social distance. You're vaccinated. So welcome, welcome to your presidential regime because it all belongs to you. That's why, listen, every Christian out there, but especially the Christian leaders, it's not good enough just to reopen. And again, I pose this question to you. If you're not closing now for the Delta variant, then what justifies your closing back in March of last year? Why? Aren't you a hypocrite? Should you not repent of your hypocrisy? Why are you not coming out and saying, if you're not closing now and it's the same, allegedly it's a more contagious form of COVID and you're not closing now, but you closed last year for the original COVID. 
How are you not coming out and saying that you're a hypocrite and that you were wrong forever closing? Tom, that's too mean. Admit it. I've been a hypocrite in my life. I've done stupid things in my life. I've had to repent a bunch of times in my life. If I can do it, you can do it. All of you Christians, but especially Christian leaders, you need to grab your phone and do a Facebook Live if you're a pastor and say, I was wrong forever closing. I'm showing my hypocrisy now because I'm not closing. I'm not closing for the Delta variant, so I never should have closed for the original because closing for the original makes no sense if you're not closing now. You need to admit that you are wrong. By you not closing now, you're admitting that you were wrong forever closing to begin with. And that's what need, what can we do? What can we do? That's what you do is you stand in the truth first. That's what you do. Love you all. God bless you. I will be back here 1030 Saturday night after Trump gets done speaking in my hometown of Sarasota. God bless you all. I love you. Thank you so much for being with me. Come back Saturday, 1030. God bless.